Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Alistair, the ancient Greeks didn't need flex balls or heated handles, and neither do you. Oh, that's correct. Yes. You know me so well. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I took one look at you and I thought, that's a man who doesn't need a flex ball. What am I talking about? I'm talking about shaving. What? Specifically, I'm talking about Harry's. Harry's is the way to shave. Oh, I know that. Simplify your shaving regime by cutting out the middleman. And what better way to cut out the middleman than with a very sharp German-engineered Razor blade from even, Harry's. I don't even know why you're telling me this. I've already done it years ago. Yes, the, your middleman has been excised, mm. right, and and placed in some kind of like biological waste disposal container and taken away now, to be incinerated. Now I treat the hairs on my face like they are the middleman, and I cut them out mm. once every two, three days. <laughs> anyway. Harry's, I've got a lot more to say about it later on in the podcast, but suffice to say, you go to harrys.com forward slash think tank, you get yourself a real good deal. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five Fourth. sketch ideas. Five. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. <laughs> and jumping in there, the voice of incorrect numbers, but correct letters, Peter Thomas. Thank mm. you very much. Think of a number and I'll tell you whether it's correct or not. Or no, <laughs> I'll be able to say it and it won't be right. Okay. I'm thinking of a number. Okay. 12. And that's wrong. You're right. That is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of magic. It's being, a kind of magic. It, yeah, being always being unable to think of the right number mm. at any time. I mean, it's it, it it. I don't think it necessarily helps you on the casino floor. No, like I don't think you could take your Rain Man, Pete, your mm. your Peter Thomas Rain Man down there. You well, maybe because mm. maybe you could get him to tell you. Where not to go? Yeah, twelve. He could tell you twenty answers. No, I don't. Th- I don't think he can tell you twenty. I think he can only tell you one number that it isn't. I can no, only I think of one number odds, at a time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I think I think he could tell you twenty. I think this is how you turn it into a superpower. Okay. He's at the he's at the card. And he goes, "Tell me what cards the dealer has mm-hmm. or whatever." And he goes, uh, two, eight. And he goes, "Okay, so it's not okay, that." So it's goes, not that. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> Goes, That's a start. No, Jack, seriously, tell me. Jack Ace. He goes, okay, so it's not that. Goes, Seven, eight. Goes, you already said that. eight, but yeah. okay. Yeah. I guess we can really rule that one out. <laughs> it's great to be here. I think I think a superhero whose thing is that he gets everything wrong. Mm, it's yeah. reliably wrong. Mm. And when he shoots at something, he always misses. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. And, and Like as in he can't do... Anything right? Mm. 
Yeah. You know, it's like he's a character in a silent movie where who, who you know, he just keeps stepping in buckets and the bucket gets stuck to his foot. Mm. And then he's a bumbling this, superhero. Yeah, this doesn't seem like so much a, a power as a curse. Mm. <laughs> I mean, how, yeah. how would they be able to use this... Uh, Let's call it an ability because that's, that's that's neutral. Yeah, um, and ab- this ability to fight crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay. Well, well, I think if you, it's it's a story about you know allowing yourself to fail. Yeah, and then at some oh, point, so they they fight the bigger crime of people being afraid to try new things. Yeah. So right. when I say the uh, the hitman, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's a he's a guy who has. 18 fists, right? He comes right. into a bank and he's going to hit everybody, right? Mm. In the bank. How many people are in the bank? 18. Right. He's going to hit every single one of oh them. Oh, my God. Right? With one hit. Yeah. Yeah. He's the hit man. And uh, <laughs> he only does crimes mm-hmm. where there are 18 <laughs> victims. This mm-hmm. sounds perfect. Now, but our guy, the, yep. what is he called? The Bumblebee? Uh, How, no. He hasn't oh. managed to come up with a name. <laughs> okay. The fum- Fumbler? The, yeah. the Fumbler. The, the, the incredible Fumbler, mm. right? He has a gun, right? And he aims oh, oh no. and sprays bullets. Doesn't hit the bung- the, bung- the the hitman hit once, right? But he does kill everybody else in the bank. Mm. Yes. But, but okay, everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody does. You know, when the story gets out, everybody's like, like, you know what? I should take those um, aquarobics lessons. Yeah. Well, I mean, because he had a go. <laughs> But I think, look, this is he realizes how to aim his talents through this bad experience. That was his first time out. There. Okay, and when he's released from prison, yeah, in so, fifty years, yeah, so he comes out. He's an older man, yeah, and he realizes if he goes to crimes that are happening where there's two people, mm. he can bring a gun and try and shoot the victim. Mm. Right. Well, Ooh, maybe he becomes. Yeah. Maybe he beca- He's good, but he. Becomes a criminal, he doesn't mm. because he's so bad at crime at, at everything. He decides, yeah. well, then the best thing for me to do is to become a master criminal, and then he will try and. When do you graduate from being a master criminal to being a Mister Criminal? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> when you turn twelve, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and 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 then and then you know he can, he can show up. I guess there has to be still something bad happening for him to accidentally. Oh, it, okay, so he gets out of prison, goes back to that same bank. Mm. There are 18 people there. Okay. Uh, and so the, the business hasn't grown in 50 no. years. So the fumbler tries, decides, well, I couldn't save anyone, so I might as well try and take all the money. Mm. Um, but they would end up foiling a robbery there just by mm-hmm. virtue of them not being able to rob the place. Or maybe they donate money to the bank mm. or a charity. Yeah, or Donating they... money to a bank, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is truly the work of a superhero. <laughs> and, but also he like, or he somehow like is trying to break into it and then actually fortifies it even stronger. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah, it raises stocks in the bank. Like instead of the bank being seen as an unsafe place mm-hmm. or... So basically all his money. works wind up being making banks more successful. <laughs> <laughs> Which really, yeah, that would be <laughs> at the heart of it. And then he can learn how to take a cut from that. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, isn't he a bit like you and I? Like is this uh, masked stranger? Mm. Mm. Really? The fumbler. Know, the fumbler. 
Isn't he a bit like you and, and I? I? Accidentally trying, trying to rob, to rob a, a bank, bank and then <laughs> letting the bank, bank get, get bigger, bigger and bigger open other branches, branches in different districts because See, of their success. See, I knew there was a song in it. <laughs> and then his uncle died. <gasps> oh, his uncle dies <laughs> at the end, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Frank. That's when he was trying to do. He was trying to do oh. dentistry work on his uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what? His uncle was so cheap. <laughs> he got like, him to do it. He got the fumbler. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, the they were both quite work. old at this point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Two old men working on each other's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> One of them dies, (laughs) and the other one's the thief. This sounds like a great, a great way for male friendships to evolve. Yeah, you know, like a couple of men working on each other's teeth. Exactly, you're both learning about how the mouth works. Mm -hmm. Trust, absolutely, a a lot of trust. It's a practical skill. You know, it Mm -hmm. involves tools and that sort of thing. I think it's a thing. I think it could be. You know, the, Probably better than these men's shed things. Yeah, the, uh, now men's it's dentists? men's, <laughs> men's, men's dentists. mouths, mm. and it's men well, in each other's mouths. Yeah, there's and not a lot. Uh, sometimes men can find it hard to tell each other about their feelings, mm-hmm. but if one of them um, has their mouth open and the other one has stuck their fingers in mm. their mouth, then they won't have to talk about anything. Mm. In fact, they won't be able to. Correct. Mm. Oh, but uh, also, what you don't realise is mm. that if you've got your mouth open. You're already halfway to talking. That's mm. right. And if you're afraid oh. of not having enough to say, you can just go, uh-huh, mm. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Makes you an excellent listener. Excellent listener. So, and they're both doing this on each other simultaneously. Yeah, they're 69 <laughs> in that 69-ing. way. 69 <laughs> yeah. Yes! But dentistry. Yes. The dentistry version of 69 <laughs> What? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> of course they are. Well, I don't... These... these um. <laughs> Men's sheds aren't just for two people at a time, though. No, mm. but they're special chairs that allow mm. you to you both strap in back. and just mm. lower it on top of the other. Well, yeah, it would be from the ceiling in a sort of um, uh, like a Mission ro- Impossible esque. Yeah, you just use mm. those roller coaster chairs that that you, you used to strap you into a roller coaster that yeah. goes upside down. Mm-hmm. Or in space, or some of those um, those high altitude um, jets that achieve zero gravity for mm. oh, a couple of, of minutes at a time, and people film film clips and things up mm. up there. I almost said upstairs, mm. up there. Well, upper atmosphere is like the upstairs of the world. That would make it really easy to do right. dentistry on each other. That's uh, true. Zero uh, gravity. Zero gravity. Sixty nine mm. stop. Yeah. Um, One look. of the advantages of being in space. <laughs> Some days I think it might be the only advantage of being in space. Well, uh, I wonder if dentistry has been performed in space yet. We should we should find out. I mean, well, they're, they're always doing stupid stuff on the international. They're up space in the air for, or they're up not in the air, but mm, outside, completely tr- true. Af- away from air, beyond the air, beyond the air for so long that mm. they would need to know how to do sort of some rudimentary first aid things. What if they're, they're no pro- longer submerged? Are they? Once there. No, they're completely emerged. Mm. I mean, they would maybe at least have one big bandage so that they can wrap it from underneath their mouth all the way to over the top of their head in a big bow so yeah. that they, could, they could have an old school tooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they're submerged in that. You think? Yeah. I think yeah. They that... can also put a, a, a stake over one of their eyes if they, <laughs> one of them has a, a, a black eye. <laughs> 
It's my favourite. What what was the what was that about? Well, meat heals meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the, it's but the healing isn't power there of the steak. Risk that your eye would cure the steak of oh, being a dead cow. Oh, it that comes fear? to life. Yeah. Maybe that was nah. part of it. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> <These laughs> It's a tiny, tiny little, little steak cow. Little mouth grows on there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that. Don't know what that steak. Who came up with that? Quick, get some meat on it. Now they're lab grow. They're like going to try. You know, they're lab growing meat. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, what are they called? Miracle burgers? No. Um, Impossible burgers. Impossible no, burgers. No, no, those ones it. are vegetarian ones. Mm. But they taste like meat. I think. Mm. Right. I think. Oh, actually. but and you're talking about actually growing actually, yeah, like animal grown products meat. without animals. Mm. But could they, instead mm. of doing that, or as well in parallel, mm-hmm. grow animal consciousnesses in labs that we can end? Well, we talked about. I think we talked about this on a very recent episode of the podcast, being able to grow something in the lab that just experiences pain. Oh well, I think maybe yeah, we did that with maybe the soy boy. No, but we also came up with it two episodes ago in the podcast. Is no. what I am what I am telling you right <laughs> I know, now. I know I heard your words, <laughs> but I didn't believe you. And I just like thought, if oh. you flip back a couple in the in the, in on the sheet, you will see lab growing pain as the Ooh. last uh, last thing that we wrote down. Right. So that one's the off episode. the table. I guess that one's off the table. Let's see. We got social media. Division. No, the last one at the very bottom. Yesterday. Yeah. La- no, the la- the, no. The at the, well, the, last the bottom one. of the list. Ah, uh, pool players are being <laughs> trained up to knock asteroids <laughs> right, out of maybe space. Maybe it was the one before that. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, I'm right. Okay. I'm right. Growing nothing but the feeling of loss. <laughs> oh, the feeling of loss. Oh. Yeah. In a so does dish. that mean I'm? I'm right or wrong? Well, I guess you are both right and wrong. No, you were right. right of the location, and then it was about growing something in a lab or somewhere, but it was just the feeling of loss, mm. which I guess is kind of a sub subcategory sub, of sub pain. Subcategory or very close to the mm. category of pain. Sorry, Andy. Well, I mean, sorry, sorry. you were almost. Yeah, right. it was a great journey for us all yeah. to go on. And you're usually not happy about the feeling of loss. Oh, well, depends. Yeah. What if it's on. a dog say that you don't, you know, you feel there's too much responsibility? <laughs> Jeez, Al, okay. I'll try and imagine that. <laughs> the pleasure of absence, yeah. Um, yeah, the pleasure of, the pleasure of someone's absence. Absence makes the heart grow, uh, grow fonder. So, I mean, mm. imagine of how the fact fond that I would be of this there. dog if I didn't have it at all. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What about just like something that makes hair grow on your heart? Mm. Okay. Ab- Wait, absence makes the well, heart ab- grow hair. Well, we understand that absence makes the heart grow fonder. But what about sort of like... Like Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda makes yeah. your heart grow hair. No, no. Absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, Jane Fonda. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But Jane Fonda. Or Peter. Um, well, what makes hair grow? Um, follicles. Follicles. Mm-hmm. Can I talk about laser hair removal for a mm-hmm. second? Please do. <laughs> do, you, do. Do either of you have any idea how laser hair removal works? I don't. Uh, well, 
there are two essential ingredients. Mm. Uh, the first one being laser. Yes. And the other one being hair removal. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like this this could be a this could be a question on how do whales work? Our mm-hmm. game show where you just ask people questions <laughs> about things they don't have any idea about. They've mm. got to try and guess how they work, mm. right? Because I think I sort of have a picture of what a laser is in my mind, mm-hmm. right? But I can't, for the life of me, work out how you use that to remove, say, all the hairs on somebody's leg and stop them from growing back. All right. Mm. So a laser is like a super light globe or something, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. Super pointy light globe. Super pointy light globe. Mm-hmm. I never feel like my hair's falling out, even a little bit when mm. I'm around a light globe. <laughs> so I, I'm, I am finding it hard to understand how... Even a super light globe, very mm. pointy as it is, mm. could uh, remove all my hair. But mm. sometimes the sun hurts. Yes, that's mm. true. Yeah, and that can burn your skin. But does laser hair removal hurt? I imagine you, you feel I, I like assume a, it does a, a shock of some sort. Like. Right. And and is it burning individual? It's got to be follicles. Well, if if it's not, then what's the point? <laughs> You're not trying to laser remove your skin. And then how is it not just scarring your skin? Anyway, I'm sure answers to all of this stuff exist, Mm. I hope. But I cannot begin to to imagine how A similar thing with removing uh, tattoos from deep inside your skin. I think somebody, I saw a headline that said some person bought a tattoo removal thing, like a Mm. Do it from home, but from China, and it's just like an unbelievably powerful laser <laughs> that just gets sent to them, and they're like, "Oh, jeez." Is yeah. it you know? Is it one of those things where, like, when you buy a, a new type of soap or uh, washing soap, it says test it on an mm. inconspicuous part of the body, the body mm. before you, you know, mm. or test it on an enemy before yeah. you use it on your tattoo? Well, I knew somebody who was getting a tattoo removed from their back mm. and if you touch them in that area on their back where they had be, uh, been getting it removed they would get like a oh that's an awful feeling mm. so it could probably these things probably can do damage to your skin and stuff or maybe that's just the way you touch your, people Alice. your nerves yeah on yes i was i was using my my three inch long fingernails <laughs> <laughs> that i've filed to a point and <laughs> And just twirling my fingers around their back. You don't think that affected... And they didn't know I was there. (laughs) Didn't seem to enjoy it. Obviously, the tattoo removal. Why were you... you, Why why are we talking about um, laser hair removal? Just because you don't know what it is. Al mentioned something about growing hair on your heart or something. Right. I wasn't sure if it was necessarily going anywhere. Absence makes the heart grow follicles. Yes. (laughs) Um, Um... I think uh, the the power of spookiness. I can I can more closely connect the idea of spookiness mm. removing hair follicles than I can lasers. Because if you could have something that could fire mm. concentrated spookiness at your mm. skin, mm. I imagine it could give you really intense goosebumps, which yes. would then squeeze the the Shoot. root of the hair out of your skin. And it would fall off. That's right? much better. Yeah. Thank you. Shoot so, the root. Shoot the root with some. Concentrated spook. You beaut. Yeah. And you could terrify the skin off. You know, how people can get scared and then their hair turns white. white. Yeah, yeah. We've established a connection between spookiness and hair. You can lose a lot of its colour. Could you make it completely transparent? I mean, that would be a start, wouldn't it? Sounds like it's only one spook away. One spook away. Turn up it up one more spook, right? 
And so, I, you know, is, is, is this anything? Mm. <laughs> it's, we're getting really close. Mm. I like, you know, you, get, you go along and Stephen King himself is there reading his spookiest so, of spooky stories. Mm-hmm. So wait, they're shooting like actual like short stories into it's, it's each. Actual concentrated. We, concentrated. We, right. So you can play them at triple speed or something to mm. it, it, it enhance their spooky. Correct. Do, you, do you have to like make your 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 hair follicle into an ear for a second? Mm. Uh, yes. For it to understand? It's, it's, mm. very, it's very broad spectrum. Well, I It'll think it, get rid of most of your hair. Correct. So not mm. just from the places that you would like to remove That's it from, right. but from your whole body in general. Yeah, it's a I kind think. of alopecia. Yes. Yeah, it all just falls off, right? And mm. then... That's all right. You can get a nice blank slate yes. and then you can build the hair back up however you want, with wigs or whatever. Yeah, or another... I mean, if spookiness makes you lose hair, mm. then it stands to reason that There's the inverse... A, a different type of story. Romance. That, that would, yeah, <laughs> romance, something heartwarming, something about um, adopting a dog or something mm. like that mm. would really make your hair um, grow. Possibly grow. on your heart. Yes. Um, well, what is put, well, putting hairs on your chest, that's what you get from... Drinking. Drinking whiskey. Things that are horrible, like that, that make you feel mm. sick. Mm. I'm going to write down spook hair removal. Thanks. Mm. Are you writing it down just so that I'll stop talking about it, (laughs) Alistair? Andy, I think it's really good. Okay, great. Thanks so much for your support. Spook hair removal. Mm. He spooked spooked the hair right off of me. You know what I've been thinking about recently, Alistair? I don't know. That bit that we riffed on a recent podcast about shitting your pants in. (laughs) (laughs) How you can shit in as well. How about poo going out of your bottom mm-hmm. is is shitting, but mm-hmm. uh, stuff going into your bottom is also shitting, technically, mm. right? So if you so shat anything in your pants, that passes through your anus, yes. no matter the direction, yeah, correct, is, sh- is, is, is shitting. pooping. Yeah. Shitting is not a vector; it's a scalar property. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so the direction isn't important, and uh, you could shit in your pants, and that could actually mean sucking your pants up into your bottom. Now, this <laughs> mm-hmm. is just a little recently on to in the think tank. Yeah. Reminiscing about as an uh, ad for other episodes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Encouraging people. We started to dip doing into more. Yeah, we started doing more ads for two in the think tank on this podcast. Poured water all over my no, crotch. That's okay. <laughs> I just pissed in my pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but were you going to lead that to somewhere? Absolutely nothing, Alistair. No, I just thought we not. could reminisce about a funnier idea I, think, I was involved in than spook- spooking look, your, your hair off. I think spook hair removal. It can be, you know. You know, it's like similar things to getting, you know, electrocuted to straighten mm. your hair. Mm. You know? Yep. Um, y- the young Einstein effect. Yeah, it's, oh, like, it's yeah, like a thing sure. from cartoons, <laughs> you know? Same thing, I think, with your hair turning white. Also electrocuted to make your skin transparent so everyone can see your skeleton. That's mm. right. Yeah. If only for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's enough if you get a photo. Yeah, yeah. You know? medically, they, they could diagnose you based on that. I'm pretty sure that's just how x-rays work. I'm mm. absolutely certain. Mm. Um, the no X thing. stands for electrocute. <laughs> <laughs> you you thought there was going to be a different sound in that word before you started saying it out loud, didn't you? Uh, yep. <laughs> I think all the C's in electrocute almost sound like an X. It's weird that like 
it feels like the word electricity should have an X in it. Mm. You're absolutely right. Trick city. Yeah. Like, but I'd gone too, uh, too far through the word before I could try and turn mm. it into sounding mm. more like an mm. X. Yeah, you're pretty deep in. It's like weird. It's weird. I could, you know, objectively, mm. you'd swear there was an X in electricity. I mean, X and there seems like the symbol for electricity. Mm. Mm. Definitely. You know? it's Ec- like... ec- ecstatic seems like something that would yeah, be... Yeah, there's no X in ecstatic. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yet exit, that doesn't feel like it have, has an X. And <laughs> yeah. Has one. <laughs> I feel like we could replace quite a few letters with X. Mm. Mm. C, K. Yeah. S. Mm. Mm. Pricks. S's, C's, I's sometimes. I's could we re- replace yeah, X's? I, yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah, um, well, when you die, your eyes turn into X's, as I understand it from cartoons. Mm. Mm. Yep, done. Done. Changed it. Did it. Fixed it. Now, inside a whale. Mm. You know, How like, do they work? If you mm. are inside a whale, yep. like, like Pepito or Giuseppe. Pinocchio. Giuseppe's, uh, Giuseppe. Is it Giuseppe? Giuseppe who took care of Pepito? Uh, yeah, I think. Geppetto. Uh, Geppetto. 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 Like, Pepito. Giuseppe. You combine Giuseppe but and it's not... Pepito, uh, but it's Geppetto. So Geppetto? is Geppetto and Pinocchio both in the whale? Uh, I thought it was just Pinocchio. Don't know. No, it's been it's, a long it's time. Pe- Geppetto first. Right. And, and then, then, and then Pinocchio, Pinocchio goes, goes looking for him. Uh, so it's after Pino- Pinocchio gets back from the place where he's a donkey. Yeah, the island of um, bad boys. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff going on in that story, isn't and there? The, the whale's name is uh, Monstro or something like that. Right. So yeah. we get to know his na- name. There's yeah. a lot of crazy business in that. Yeah, and there's a fairy and there's a cricket that talks. It's mm. also this little wooden child's conscious. Do you Consci- think, conscience. Do you think that like Disney stories have sort of toned down a lot since then? Like I don't think they would put all those weird ass elements into mm, something. No, days. it's been very streamlined. Now it's just talking cars or something like that. Yeah, and all the songs are about asphalt. Believing in yourself. Yeah, oh, believe asphalt. in yourself. Drive yeah. on some asphalt. Mm. Yeah, two yourself. things. And drive on some asphalt, mm. making a living, selling the car. <laughs> Selling cartwheels. Yeah. Which anyway, would, yes. If you were inside a while, Alistair. Do you think you yeah. could like deck it out like a van and mm. just have like a bed Curt- on one nice side? Nice curtain. No so. question that whales are the van of the ocean. Well, they're the van of the ocean. Mm-hmm. There's enough space. Mm. Yeah. So, but could you like get your get your feet and everything out of the out of the sort of the danger zone where mm. you might get swallowed or yeah. digested or whatever? There's got to mm. be an island in there somewhere. Maybe so there's if, a capsized boat mm. and you can use that as a as a base. Mm. Well, because I wonder, I wonder if there's like a capsized or a boat. capsized van inside the whale, and you could use that as your oh, van, just like a regular camper van. Yeah, and you know that if there is any air sort of in the stomach of the mm. whale, that is all burp air. You know, mm. like you are you are breathing in burp. Mm. Yeah, right. You're trying to subsist in an entirely burp atmosphere. So because it, yeah, it wouldn't. It would be like a human body. There's not really a lot of big cavernous zones where you're they're empty and you can just hang out in there, right? Sort Except like... that it's much larger. So there are big. Well, we know that there is gas. That, you know, because of the existence of burps, that proves that there is some gas very often in and the in the stomach. We know that Pinocchio right? was in there, so that also that proves also that proves it. Sorry, I, I'm neglecting there's enough the space in there. empirical mm. evidence of for, for Pinocchio for not only Pinocchio but also. 
Jonah. Jonah, yep. Um, That's and, corroboration right And an there. unspecified mm. third example mm. um, yeah, of yes. someone being swallowed by a whale. But what about, like, that space in there where you have access to the blowhole mm-hmm. mm. and you... You know, you can see it up above, and there's like a little bit of light coming in from the blowhole. Mm. Is that real, or is, <laughs> is that a thing? Kind of like a, a, a submarine, yeah. eh? like a, a submarine. You would look up through the say. Well, uh, just you know, because I think if one, once you get into the mouth, mm. and then you're kind of past that area, and they close the mouth, then there's not really any light for you, mm. unless there's some phosphorescent algae. Mm. Or yeah, a candle, or something like, or a candle, or a candle. But I think the the smoke the gas, would probably uh, would it. probably yeah be a, a problem with mm. naked flying. Mm. Yeah, and also walking around would probably get an itchy throat, and it would be like. <coughs> mm-hmm. And also, LEDs are probably more efficient. Mm. So are we Good saying point. that we've not <laughs> we've we can't really live in a whale. You can, but I think you have to create another atmosphere inside that. So if yeah. you drove your van mm. into the whale, yeah. as long as your your van was airtight, um, and you could well, you could probably do it with one of those new Teslas or something. Yeah, like that. Mm. I assume that that has its own oxygen supply and can drive on the moon. Yeah, so yeah. maybe instead of a van, what about just like a swag that has a yeah. little microclimate inside it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like instead of like having to go and live on Mars or something like that, mm. if we can just create. If there are places inside animals and yeah. other habitats. Yeah, if it's uninhabitable places that we want to live, mm. we've got we've got them right here on Earth. We've got mm-hmm. them here. Inside the belly of a whale. Mm-hmm. Has nobody tried that, right? Because we can, we can give that a crack right now. Because you could just set your, your little swag. It'll be like a sort of submarine swag. And mm-hmm. you get it. You set it. It's, uh, it's you know... Uh, coordinates. Coordinates to find plankton. Yeah. And you just go and hang out in a cloud of plankton. And you float in there. And then you just wait for a whale to take. I guess this is, helps if you're on the run or something like that. Is this a thing that David Blaine has actually uh, done? I was thinking exactly the same thing. Go there there has to be inside a, a whale, uh, uh, some sort of like a whale corpse on a beach or something. Has he ever crawled into one and said, "I'll be in here for two weeks"? <laughs> using, I'm David Blaine. Using Good, goodbye, magic. magic. What everyone imagines when they think of magic. A using, man not going outside for two weeks. That's using, not magic. That's bloody depression, using, am I right? <laughs> using magic, mm-hmm. I will resist all of the <laughs> diseases <laughs> that are being harbored in this uh, mm-hmm. giant ocean-dwelling mammal. Mm-hmm. The noxious gases, etc. cetera. Mm. Mm. They just explode at some point, those carcasses. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's supposed to be very rich and fertile with just all of the rotting matter that means mm. that when they do decay on the bottom of the ocean... Promotes all this life. So you think that maybe afterwards. David Blaine would thrive? Yeah, inside. could be. As long as he exists on the same thing that whatever type of um, crabs and tube worms, ocean worm, yeah, that yeah. Uh, that lives off the carcass of mm-hmm. a whale, he could quite happily go on doing that for decades, even. And, so, and I would be quite happy if he went on doing that for decades. Never saw him again. Yeah, he could just change his name and then disappear. David Blaine. <laughs> Go into obscurity. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I will disappear What's into that magic about di- disappearing? For 20 years until a Where Are They Now TV show comes mm. and finds me. I'll be quiet. Or somebody starts a podcast series looking for you. What, what, left, what else do you, can you do after you've 
like this is my next big project. I'm going to live inside a whale for two weeks. Is there anywhere left to go? Mm. I guess you could start trying to live into in smaller and smaller animals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm. you can't do card tricks anymore. No one's going to be interested in seeing. Oh, look, is this your card? Mm. No. Oh, but imagine, what if you did? Card you tricks know? inside the whale? Card tricks inside, or just a card tricks so good. Mm-hmm. Is this your whale carcass? It, <laughs> but, like, what what could you do with a card trick to make it, the, to make it equivalent to living in a whale mm. for two weeks? Nothing. I don't no. know. I think and that, maybe what if that card unfolds? Yeah. He goes, is this your house? Mm. And then you, like, you unfold it around them, and then they're inside their own house. Yeah, I mean, I that, guess, that, I guess yes, anything yeah. that constitutes actual magic would be <laughs> more impressive than just being in a whale. Yeah, or or the, you make them realise that using cards you had been creating an, an alternate reality in front mm. of their eyes mm. for the last, you know, I don't know, two, mm. three years. <laughs> or that they in themselves were actually just a deck of cards. Mm. That had been yeah. tricked oh into God. sentience by your... So fooled by the illusion that they thought that they were real. Wait, I am a card. I am a deck of cards. And I am then, a card. And then they're they're just what like the jack or something in there, and they're like, ah. And then he ah! and then he puts you back yep. in his pocket, and you yeah. go. Oh! And then turns towards the camera and winks, yeah. and then just gets back into that whale. <laughs> I'm writing down. Card trick. I think a card trick where you end up trapped inside one of the cards or possibly were the deck of cards all mm. along. It's a I very think, um, like Twilight zone kind of It is very it, Twilight zone yes. very good. Um, I just had an idea while we were talking about, um, you know, that on the topic of the insides of whales, mm-hmm. you, we're always being told that you could fit a, um, a VW beetle inside the heart of a blue whale mm. and yet nobody's ever tried. It does you know, crazy. it feels like science is taunting us mm. by saying you could, you could fit it in there, mm. but no, the fact that that nobody's ever done it, especially that they didn't do it while Top Gear was on the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess the next step would I mean, be to use the heart of a whale as a VW beetle, mm. if they are so alike in size. Uh, I assume that they share other characteristics. Mm-hmm. Interchangeable. You put a Porsche. Is that what it is? It's a the po- the engines engine. in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, the pressure to, to spray the water that comes out to clean your windows comes from the inner tube. Great. From, that's from the heart. Blood Wait, pump. is that true? I think so. From the inner from, tube. Of a VW Beetle. I remember reading something like that. That's sort not of, possible, Pete. Yes, it is. No. Absolutely. No, because the wheel is constantly spinning, right? No, no, no. Sorry. This is from the spare tube. Oh, so which is in if the front. you wash your windscreen too enough, much, you you'll won't be able get to... out your spare tyre yep. to change the tyre and it'll be flat. It's a constant equation that you have to make. <laughs> That's a payoff. Life is all about making co- uh, compromises and, mm-hmm. and working out costs and benefit announced. Do I want the windscreen to be clean enough to Wait. no longer be able to drive? The air pressure or the water? The water was in the spare... No, no, no. So there's the spare tire. Yeah. There's a little nozzle that gets hooked up to it, and that nozzle, um, uh, when you it uses the air pressure to to add to the water to spray it up into your um, to push the water to out push of the, the water thing. What do you reckon, Al? Do you think that that's real? I think it's genius. <laughs> yeah. Have, have a limited amount of air. You have to keep repumping. You don't need very much at all. Yeah, really. At all. I don't think. Well, I think the good people at 
Volkswagen. I think that would have made Hitler. Was that Hitler very? Who would have made him very happy? Was yeah. that the first car that he commissioned? Yeah. The Beetle. Yeah. Uh, yes, right. it's the People's it? Wagon. Mm. Um, he had something Pete, to do with it. If you've just made this up, I want to say what a brilliant flight of fancy. Mm. I'm absolutely certain uh, in the way that I'm not certain mm. uh, that it exists. And mm. it's a feature in a car, if not the car that I indicated that mm. it was a feature in. Mm. Cool. It's and it's not a sketch idea. This is perhaps, m- probably, maybe reality. Mm. Is, this a, is this a thought? I had a, saw a guy in a convertible the other day, but he was wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what is it, buddy? Top up or top down? Hey? Alistair, that's not just a thought. That's a joke. Yeah? Yeah. That's it. You got a bit right there. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is a line. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. <laughs> you often see that. Yeah. That people wearing hats. For... <laughs> but... The hat was a visor. Oh. Mm. Then, but then it's he like was a wearing a yarmulke as well. Mm. <laughs> but the yarmulke was also a visor. <laughs> Two visors. Yeah. Um, I think that's. Uh, I think that's. I think that's definitely a a, a good joke. That's a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also All right, guys. Think, I'm desperate for done. material right now. I think also think that a character. In a in a in a movie, who is Jewish, wears a yarmulke, but also wears a visor, mm-hmm. is a funny thing. What what Pete? What what? You want me to explain why it's funny? I can't. It's what intangible. Type of visor? <laughs> uh, I imagine fluorescent. Oh, one of those. It's a fluorescent. It's a jogging one, maybe. Right. Because mm. I guess it kind of just fills in the gap there. Mm. You know? I mean, you not get totally. A... There'd be a ring. Yeah, there's a ring. The, ring of hair. Of your, your, and also your forehead, perhaps. And it would be nice to see that ring. Maybe in this advertise in this advertisement for this combo. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, well, do you buy them together? I think They're so. Matching. I think, I mean, if it's, you know, let's say you've seen some, some famous person wearing it. Um, mm. Not Mel Gibson. Uh, let's see. No, uh, no, probably not Mel Gibson. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Why well, try to think of another famous person? Uh, <laughs> no, no, the famous Yamaka spokesperson. Mel Gibson. No, oh, okay. Um, no, wait. Uh, oh Jimmy. God, who was the guy from Lethal Weapon? Mel Gibson. Ah, it's Mel Gibson again. Damn. So this. Oh, how was the guy who directed Apocalypse? <laughs> This yarmulke um, visor combination. Yeah, is it an accident? Was there a um, an accident at the the at baseball the chemical cap? factory? One of the baseball baseball cap factory where they ended up slicing <laughs> so much of their their um, their caps. stock. Mm. They thought, well, what can we do with this? Yeah, uh, sort of skull cap part. Mm. What can we do with this sort of peak? Mm. Well, you know, they've seen the, you know, something. You know, the stamping machine that was stamping things accidentally mm. stamped. These baseball caps, so that they were messed up. Like yeah. Japanese got the. You're like, what if we just take these two bits mm, and we just separately. sell them? 
mm. together. But what we'll mm. need is a spokesperson to really pique the public's mm. interest. Mel Gibson. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that guy from The Beaver? <laughs> Jodie Foster? Mm. <laughs> the one who knows what women want. Um, I know what women want, and it's a and it's a hat with her... <laughs> <laughs> where the brim is sold separately. Yeah, but then it's like, ah, and there's this, it's so great with this comfortable area around here mm. where there is no hat. It feels like you're not wearing a hat, but you're actually wearing two. Yeah. <laughs> but why? why? <laughs> <laughs> because of this area here where all the air can get in. Correct. My hair is, just feels like it's blowing in the wind. Mm. Because it's, it is. <laughs> because it is. But also, it's held down securely using mm. like a like a sort of a, some kind of clip. Our patented two hat system. Two hat system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds beautiful. It yeah. sounds like it would Look, be a bestseller. Mm, I think the just... two hat hat is uh, <laughs> is good. I, well, you you absolutely had me at the line. It feels like I'm not wearing a hat, but I'm actually wearing two. <laughs> Who would have thought that the solution to the problem of feeling like you're wearing a hat would be more hats? <laughs> You know what? This I don't time, like wearing hats. You know what I, mm, you need? A second hat. This whole time, all mm. I needed was I wasn't wearing enough. Now, and uh, here's, a, here's a, I wrote this down. Um, brims, right? Mm-hmm. We've only ever really explored the potential, the clothing potential of the brim mm. on the head in the hat mm. area. But I don't see why you couldn't have a brim around your neck. What was that? Right? That shades mm. your lower body, like you know, big brim that sticks out like fifty centimeters all the way mm. around your neck. That's quite good, because right? yeah. they they have done a little bit of experimenting with ruffs, mm. those kind of um, Elizabethan, um, mm. yep. uh, sort of folded, mm. starched, collary things mm-hmm. that Shakespeare wears. Yeah, and I guess those kind of skirts, maybe any kind of skirt that oh, like a hoop, hoop skirt, hoop skirt. Mm. That's true, but, but I don't I am, think no I one's described thinking full brim. Yeah. Oh, like I mean, we're being an umbrella almost, mm. or like like a chin sombrero. Mm. You know, it's like it goes around from your chin, the chin brim. It goes around <laughs> your brim to the back of your head, but it comes out like yeah. a, you know, it looks like a frilled neck lizard. Uh huh. Mm. <laughs> Would do you need to wear any other clothes underneath? Like, um, um, I I think not if you're worried about the sun, sun, not for yeah. sun protection yes. reasons. Yes. So this could be for the sun conscious nudist. That's perfect. Or anyone who just wants to be comfortable outside. Mm. You could maybe you don't wear maybe you wear some clothes. Mm. That'd be an optional. Mm. Like you a can boxer shorts and mm. gloves. Boxer shorts <laughs> and white gloves. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Looney Tunes boxer shorts. <laughs> and Looney Tunes gloves. Like just white gloves, but it looks like the kind of gloves a cartoon character. Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Mickey, uh, Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Or um Bugs Bunny wears gloves. Does, Does he? he? Yeah. Really Check it out. Look at it. What yeah. is the what is the history behind that? I think it's I a menstrual thing. I don't think it's good. No. Yeah. A, a menstrual thing? No. <laughs> no. Put it put an eye there instead. Minstrel. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a minstrel thing. Mm. Black and white menstrual show. Mm. Yeah. Not not ideal. Not ideal history. Maybe look, let's just go back to no gloves. Oh, no fingerless gloves. gloves. That's much better. Yeah, mm. motorcycle. Um, or those gloves that go halfway up your arms. Well, another thing oh. is that you could have a brim around every Evening single gloves. one of your fingers. Mm. Finger brims. And what would they protect from? Tips of your fingers from... Uh, Somet- Sometimes you don't yeah, need if it If your to hands be... are hanging by your sides, mm. right? Mm. 
the sun beating down, right, you, the tips of your fingers are being protected. Sometimes things don't need to just be functional, though. That's true. We can think mm. about this as a Sometimes purely... Sometimes things don't have to be even functional. No. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if the, the brim was kind of acted like a little bowl that went all the way up to the top of your finger mm-hmm. or like a cone around a dog's head. Yes. Yeah. You know, so like like your, each one of your fingers had undergone an operation uh-huh. and you were trying to... It's kind of like you put cheesels on yeah. your whole finger. Yeah. So the whole finger cheesel. Yeah, so mm. if you had that there, but you could put different kinds of dips in each... Mm. Um, within each brim bowl. Yeah. Or, or, or okay. some water or something to drink later on. Yeah. Shots. You could do shots mm. out of your own finger brims. Mm. That's pretty good. I mean, in some the ways that's a lot. on me. Yeah. Mm. Boys, gather around my finger brims and sip. That way you can have 10 dishes at once. And mm. if you've got a friend, you can have 20 dishes at once. A few little morsels. Yeah. And you t- just tip them into your mouth. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to control the the pinky finger independently. Uh, oh, you see, look, I know these these this doesn't one hundred percent. Yeah, there's straws. Great, you can use but, a straw in them. But mm. these are how good ideas are mm. eventually oh, no, reached. No ideas by seem going, good to begin with. By 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 going past ideas like this, <laughs> this is how we get to good ideas. No, write this down, Alistair. Oh. I absolutely think this oh. is a thing. They got a little rubberized kind of. You could do this with silicone, right? We're, we are we are making this happen. So the because, seal you know, at the, the bottom. Thing where yeah. you like you go to a party and somebody's got beer long necks of beer gaffer taped to their hands. What do you yeah. call that? Um, beer gloves. A or problem. Something? Yeah, it is. It is. You call that university, mm-hmm. right? But you gaffer tape. But that. But this is for people who like to prefer just like to have a little a little shot of like a liqueur. Yeah, mm. of course. So they've just got like some Cointreau mm. in each finger, mm. maybe a little bit of Drambuie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then maybe some uh, blue curricane. Oh, were you thinking mm. about that you could use them to mix into each other to you create could make, cocktails? You could make sh- shooters. Mm. You know, well, you could yeah, have a little yeah. Baileys on one side and little butterscotch snaps in the other one, make some cocksucking cowboys. Mm. You mix them in your mouth. Mix them in your mouth. Mix the, it in uh, your uh, mouth. Cocktails. Get a little this one and get a little this one, make a little slippery nibble. Mm. I mean, your hands won't be so useful for other things. But you're no. there to but have a good what... time. You know what it'll do? It'll keep you off your phone. It'll keep you off your phone. Yeah. This, <gasps> this I mean, sounds... It, that's perfect for parties. Yeah. You want to encourage people to talk to each other. Mm. But if you don't want to encourage drinking mm. as well, you could instead put sort of like burning acid in there. Yeah. And then you keep your fingers up right like that so you don't spill it onto the rest of your skin. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, it'll keep you off your phone. Yeah. And one of the, the one of the virtues is that this is it's very difficult to drink using this method. So people won't be able to drink very much That's at true. all in the first place. Because it's mm. not very practical. Beautiful. It just has so much going for it. Mm. You know what? I think we're gonna So go this is this is kind of like a thing. This is like a, a finger party. Exactly. But a different finger party to the normal type of finger party. Yeah. <laughs> the normal type of finger so party. So not, hey. not your normal finger party. Yes, not your dad's finger party. Okay, <laughs> can I tell you a little bit more about Harry's? I'd love that. You know, I use Harry's. I did know that about I you. I use a Harry's razor to shave um, sometimes my entire face, sometimes just my neck, my neckle region, mm-hmm. down here in the lower neck area, Yeah. and it always feels so good. Do you ever use it and on you know part of your You get those Harry's head? razors delivered. Do you know how good it is when you get one of those new Harry's razors arrive oh, in the mail? brand new? Like, shaving with a new razor, it, fi- it, fi- it that feels like magic. You know? It feels and like you're shaving with a you. lightsaber. They will, exactly, exactly, which we never see take place in the 
Star but, Wars. But they're universe. all clean shaven. But you know they're doing it. Yeah. You know that. Well, this is as close as you're going to get, mm. right? And what a what a what a beautiful thing it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry's uh, is a return to the essential quality durable blades at a fair price. Just two dollars per blade. Wow. Yeah. That is mind-bogglingly low. Brain-shittingly affordable, right? And there is no risk for you trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and they'll give you a full refund. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. So you don't have to – there's no commitment. You don't have to commit to anything. Mm -hmm. Keep it all loosey-goosey, baby. You play the field. That's right. Harry's one month. You can go and get some other razors some other month. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to. But you'll be back. You'll be back. Listens to our show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com forward slash think tank. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. You can grab at that razor in the confidence that you're not going to cut your fingers. Mm-hmm. And once you go Harry... Other razor blades you will not be able to carry. Really good. <laughs> that's it. That's their official slogan. Yeah. Yeah. Go to harrys.com forward slash think tank to start shaving better today. Gosh. Well, we have to go to three words from a listener. Mm. I don't know if you know about this, Pete. But, no, I don't. Tell me know, more about uh, it. Some people who donate to our Patreon. $3. Some people. Well, some people do. Right. But, and, and, and those who do. Uh, they can suggest three words to, to you know, for us, us to... Do you have three words for us today? Well, I do have three words from listener James Roy. And oh. what what Alistair does is he gets me to try and guess the words. Oh, okay. But because you're here, yeah. um, maybe you'd like to try and guess I'd the words. I'd love to guess. Okay, so, so which one of the words? words... Thanks, James, Could for you... supporting us. Th- oh, Thank you so James, much. God bless you. Which one of the words would you like me to guess Could first? you guess the third word? Is it Constantinople? God, that's very wrong. <laughs> um, Andy, would you want to have a go? Do you think he's better at it than me? Because I always I, get it wrong as well. Yeah, but uh, it's a I huge mean, relief to know that I'm not. It's not just me getting it wrong. We're a regular bunch of um, what was it called? Real, the thumper, uh, fumblers. The thumper. Mm. Yeah, it's what it's like to be the. You know, it's look. I'm sure that guessing this is as good as the odds of winning the lottery. Is it glug? No, it's experiences. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, can we yeah. can we guess the first one? Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, Folderoy. Oh, God. Right, I mean, go, as Andy. soon as you start coming up with words that don't actually exist, <laughs> you've really broadened the field. <laughs> if anything, you've made more work for yourself, uh-huh. Pete. Yeah. Well, no, he's but only, at least you're failing on your own terms, not, and I like that. He's not making more work for himself because he's not getting another go at that. Nah. One. Okay, okay. Glimpse. Andy, no, it's all encompassing. Is that one word? Yeah, there's a mm. dash. All encompassing something experiences. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, want to guess what the something is? But here's a hint. hint. It's not know. something. Um, what's the uh, pop tart? No, Pete. And you said butt? Is that what but. your guess is? Butt? <laughs> Human butt? Human butt. Or dog butt? Encompassing <laughs> butt experiences? What was All encompassing butt, butt experiences. experiences. <laughs> or experience. Okay. No, it's background. All encompassing right. background experience. Yeah. Hmm. What an incredible combination of words. All right. 
Because I can think of some background experiences, mm. but I don't know if I can like think being of... at the horizon. Yeah, mm. are we all at a horizon? Or mm. if you think about if you could see some people say in the distance, and they look like they're either having a really great time, mm. or maybe it's something very dramatic is happening to them. Yeah. You're in the background of their thing, right? It's yeah. true. That's... You might not realize, but you're mm. you're in the background. You're, you're... just um, uh, uh, like scene, scene dressing. For their particular mm. play, mm-hmm. you're an out of focus sort of, yeah, bit of detail. Yeah, rhubarbing in the background. We're all but we're all a random to somebody. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what all encompassing means. It, does that mean that you were never in the foreground ever? Mm. I mean, oh, it could be nice, you know, to know that you you're know, not one of the main characters. Yeah, like you know, let's say like it's the the Truman Show. Yeah, mm. kind of scenario. Mm. But you know, you just get to be one of the background characters. You don't even have a speaking role. Yeah, you, you just walk role. on, walk off, and and it's your job at all times to just be twelve houses down yep. and just eating breakfast but, in the window, and not be not be doing it in any way that would draw attention to yourself at all. Mm. There's no flair to what you're doing. You're completely receding. It's just a job. I think a, a, the Truman Show told from the perspective of one of the uh, one of the extras on the loop mm. uh, is, is is you know that's interesting. That is quite, that is quite yeah. interesting. On the loop, what does that mean? Well, what, what, he, he he the lot. He that's what alerted him to the fact that he was in this thing because the extras were on a loop. They kept going around oh, yes, at the yeah. same time. Mm. Every you know every three hours or something. He'd I see the person that. on the bicycle go past. They'd like, have to. Have, oh. They'd have sort of scheduled patterns mm. and things like Although that. Although I don't know why you would have that. You'd just be like, just go out there and just do stuff. Mm. Don't you don't have to do something on a particular pattern. That would be insane. Mm. I guess because they wanted control over what was happening, and they didn't want people to actually do things. They just wanted the appearance appearance mm. of a real world. But what would be the story for this person? Like of 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 a film, you know, the, the story mm. of this person. Mm. What would make it interesting to follow this person? Yes. What about your idea would be interesting if it was different, Andy? Well, I guess uh, the the one thing that I've noticed is that people who are extras mm. are universally insane. Yeah. Whenever I've been on a film set or something like that, extras are weird lunatics who want to have a conversation with you. And then, you know, you're like, because I've been on film sets as somebody who has a line, right? Mm. And there's always a culture divide between the actors and even the featured extras extras, and then the regular extras who are all just nutcases. Regular so extras. So they, they... They go, they go they, they're all on the books of the places and they're doing this stuff all the time. Every week they're going out and, you know, being in the background of ads and I've being in the background of TV stuff. I've definitely done this before and been the extra numerous times. And were you, did you find yourself becoming more weird than I, usual as a I think, result? I think sometimes you find yourself like because you're around these people who you don't know, yeah, and you have a lot of time with them. Yeah. One point, one time, I, I had to walk. I was there for like nine hours, and I had to walk twice with a, with a, uh, a wheelchair pushing it. Mm. And then we waited for the other nine hours. Mm. And so then I would talk to people. There's one. This wasn't that time, but another time. I did spend a bunch of time with this girl and, like, just talking to her. And then I found out that she went to, like, Melbourne Uni and then that she stayed in some 
one of the colleges, like you stayed on campus. Mm. Yeah. But then she started telling me about this thing about like how they all would wear robes mm. during different things. And I was like, that sounds so stupid. <laughs> and she's like, oh, we quite like it. I go, I know, but it's so pretentious and over yeah. the top and ridiculous. And he goes, oh, well, we quite liked it. And I go, but why? <laughs> like, you dressed up, you think like you're in Harry Potter or some stupid yeah. thing like that. And then... Anyway. I, you know, I did this. So th- you actually we did the robes. We like yeah, once, there was a formal. Well, I didn't do a week, it, but right? There'd be a formal dinner on Fridays. Mm. You expected yeah, to wear vestments. your wear your like like your academic gown, that big black robe thing to wow. dinner. And so yeah, for no reason. Yeah, everybody has to have a robe, and you wear it to dinner once a week. Yeah. And there's a speech from the dean. But you couldn't put any flair on it or anything. No, you like, can't you bling your robe. No. Yeah. Which is a real shame. Because it, it just sounds like an opportunity for people to get annoyed with you for not doing the right thing. Mm. That's mm. all it kind of seems like to me. Yeah. Um, and so then anyway, after I started fl- not flipping out about this, but mm-hmm. I was like, this sounds like the yeah, weirdest thing. Yeah, you do sound like... Um... <laughs> and, then, and then anyway, she eventually just... Like, she wasn't around me anymore. <laughs> Do you think that the act of being an extra and then having nothing to say mm. would have an effect on your psyche? So, like, enforced, uh, like, a, a, it's almost silence. Mm. So you're, maybe you're not being silent, but you have nothing to say and you will not make an impact. Like, the psychological impact of that. Um, mm. well, you, well, also, you have to mime all your conversations. So, like, no one ever hears anything that you say and you never hear anything that the other person says. There would be, like, a yeah, a, a mental toll yeah. to be paid. So, like, imagine going into your job mm. and then pretending to do your job. Mm. Like, just miming it out. Not doing it, really. Just doing the sort of, in a way that, from a distance, it looks like you're doing whatever it is you do. For at work, and then doing that incessantly. All okay, day. what about this? Right, you are, you run a business, you have a business, mm. and you have a certain number of actual employees. But then you hire a bunch of extras as well. You have like mm. you know, on any given day, there's just ten extras around the office, just miming things and pretending to do work and sort of having quiet conversations in the background. Because what we actually found is that there's a certain threshold where your business needs to seem busy and active yep. in order mm-hmm. to get the maximum productivity from your actual employees. So this and while you might not need those, em- those extra actual employees at this point, the people you have will benefit from this. So it's worth spending that bit of money, 200 bucks a day or something. It's much cheaper than hiring an actual engineer. Mm. You just pay an extra to do busy work in the background and, uh, mm. you know, it, it, it boosts productivity, boosts morale. Yeah. I mean, I think you're describing what a lot of the public service is like. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm describing uh, what I was like when I was working as an engineer. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Um, all right. So I then, think that's something. Yeah. Right? And, you know, maybe you, you, you're at work one day and you're talking to someone in the kitchenette. You, you turn to talk. You say, hey. And they say, oh, uh, actually, I'm actually just an extra. Sorry. I, don't, uh, I won't be able to. I won't be working on that project or any others. Yeah. Or, or you know, I'm not actually even supposed to talk to you. I just, uh, I'll just be. I'm just miming things, and then you look, and they like don't even have any um, tea in their in their mug. They're just pretending. <laughs> but I think for for them to more effectively do this pretend, they would have to have their own pretend. Say if they're an engineer, their own mm. pretend clients, yeah, projects, sure, um, meetings. <laughs> It'd be really interesting to see what kind of stuff they're drawing on their computer. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like this sort of shadow. Like mm. they don't get paid for this. Mm. They don't. I mean, they do get paid to pretend, mm. but none of these projects really make any real money. They mm. probably make pretend money, which mm. they could then spend at other places which have similar employees mm. doing pretend mm. tasks. So you could get a not cup of coffee from someone who's pretending to be a barista. Yeah, correct. Um, in order to make it look like there's enough staff to satisfy <laughs> demand. I mean, this would really work at like a, one of those, um, you know, like those 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 building, oh, what is it? It's like It's like a business park where it's mm. like it's a bunch of different yep. buildings that have just been developed just to mm. bring in new businesses into yeah. this place and it's like well it's not busy right now but we're really trying to lure businesses to mm-hmm. make it seem like it's a vibrant place so we've got a cafe <laughs> down there everyone's an actor is just kind of like pretending like they were having coffees like they should have done this with Docklands mm. yeah. to make it seem less desolate yeah when they were developing make it seem People are laughing, playing in the park. I, but I love that there's a full consultancy business called Zerto Incorporated mm. or something, and everyone there is just an extra. Yeah. And they're Absolutely. all just pretending. None of them have any experience or know anything, so it's all just <laughs> pretend. They're meeting at the cafe, <laughs> yeah. and they're looking over plans and showing each other stuff. And, um. You know, one of them's just got a huge picture of a duck. Another one... <laughs> has a list of all the capital cities in Africa. <laughs> because it's important to have businesses and whether or not they mm. make any money or do anything well, is you know not what? important. This will be what we're all doing after the robots take over. Yeah. Right? We'll just be sort of busy working back. All-encompassing background experience will be uh, our our lot in life. And, and from a distance, with the, what, what, we'll get to a certain stage in, in, in terms of like mm. wealth is concentrating and mm. so more less and less people own more and more mm. um so soon pretty much the only people with any money will maybe like 10 people mm-hmm. and then mm. everyone else is just background for those people mm. yeah um i think that that's i think that's true. nice yeah it's like what? having an entourage that you don't have to even engage with yeah mm. they have a there's a there's a world of pretend people who do things that aren't important and don't matter that mm. you can just as one of these 10 ultra wealthy people just walk through the world and see them mm. and, and feel like the world is still operating the, the world is still <laughs> operating but really it's not because you yourself are the only economic force yeah that you, is the only person with any agency yeah you can just make it seem like you know like people are really friendly it's like oh since the apocalypse people have become super friendly mm. but it's just the it's just the people you're paying to be around <laughs> you and they're just like morning and you're like good morning mm. and then you're the billionaire like that that's a that's a nice idea a billionaire an ultra ultra billionaire who sort of is a bit nostalgic for this idea of living this little village lifestyle mm. so they just hire two thousand people to just play act out like they're mm. all living in a little rural village, mm, sure. you know, and and they pretend to be just somebody riding around on their bicycle a little. And they're scared mm. of the real world. They can't trust people in the real world because they try and attack them and steal it's all their the, money. Like an ultimate gated community. Mm. Just yeah. com- not even no gates, just complete walls. Yeah, and um, no real community either. No. <laughs> It's kind of like being inside The Sims or something like that. Yeah, it's just various improv troops that have been mm. recruited and vetted <laughs> and things like that that no one has and any kind bread. of... And bread. And mm. bread to be uh, perfect new communities but around you, the place. But you would still need some sort of um, some sort of mastermind to try and make it so it's interesting. So like, like The director. Sims, a director yeah. like um, uh, Ed... Um, Sheeran? No, no, the guy the guy from the Truman Show. Truman I can't Show. Remember. 
Yeah, I know. But you said Ed because you were thinking of Ed TV, which is a lot like the Truman Show. Well, this actor's name might be Ed something. Yeah, he wears he wears a beret. Ed Mm. Helms? Uh, (laughs) No. Who's Ed Helms? Maybe Uh, nobody. Yeah, no, he's he was former uh, Daily Show person, Mm. and he's the guy who loses the teeth in the uh, his tooth in the Hangover. Are you thinking of Head Helms? Which is the my my. the name yes. of my hat store. Yes. Ah. It's where you get you buy your two hats, right? They're head helms. Great. It's like a helmet mm. without the et on the end. Yeah. yeah. Did you write down um, more brims? Did you write down yeah, more brim brims, clothing? Yeah, other brims. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chin brims, finger brims. Do you yeah, want to take I, us through the uh, sketches? Are you all ready for the sketches? Yes. Yep. We've got the fumbler. He's a person who... <laughs> Wanted to, I guess he wanted to be a hero of some sort, but he's actually his superpower is that he gets everything wrong. Mm. And so once he after he's killed eighteen people in, a, in an attempted to stop a bank robbery, a bank robbery, once he gets out of jail for that, um, he becomes a villain, mm-hmm. which actually makes him a hero because mm. he does villaining so wrong. Mm-hmm. Then we have the men's shed, but it's men doing each other's <laughs> dentistry. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> and it allows people who, uh, you know, d- don't want to talk that much, well, they yeah. can have their mouth worked on, mm-hmm. and then the other person can do a bit of talking while they do it, but they're also focusing on things. Yeah. And they're working on their health, working on yeah. their dental health, mm, social on their health. mental health. Oh, you know? Right. You know? Getting mental health through dental health. Yeah, um, ding. And then they also sixty nineing each other's mouths <laughs> like that. And sometimes they could just both do it at the same time, so they both don't have to talk. Um, they just be. Then there's a, the trick, a card trick, where you find out at the end that you were the deck of cards. Mm. You know, I think that's a, that's a, that's the, I mean, that's the one that they all want to do. Yeah, I mean, building or up to it. If the magician was the deck of cards the whole time, and they pull themselves. Wait, no. <laughs> Mm. No, uh-huh. they somehow they swap places with the deck of cards, mm, and the yeah. deck of cards is holding them. Mm. And Penn and Teller are watching, and yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. and then they, and then Penn and Teller are the, in the deck of cards, you know. And they open up the hands, and then it's like the person whose hands that they were in is now in their hands, mm. and, and it just the hands keeps... are now cards, part of a bigger card. Anyway, sorry, Pete, what were you saying? No, 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 just they open up their hands, and there's a little version of themselves opening up their hands. Oh. To the infinity, and, and we've then just there's discovered. A key. Yep. And, the, and the universe collapses in on this one um, singular magician mm. holding God. themselves yep. for, it, forever. <laughs> and he fools Penn and Teller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't guess how he did it. Yeah. But it turns out it mirrors. was mirrors. It was mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> and magnets. Magnets. <laughs> magnets. Mirrors with also, magnets in them. Or it's not really a trick to, to live inside a dead whale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> imagine, imagine going on Penn and Teller to, and your trick was being inside a dead whale for two weeks. <laughs> it's a stage show and they yeah. tour it all over the world. <laughs> Oh, you fooled us. We thought you got into the wild. It turns out you were born in the wild and you're only two months old. Oh, my God. And his mum was in the wild. When she, yeah. Or you're a, you are a whale stomach. That's what the dad yeah, did. Imagine if that had happened. The kid, the, kid, the two-month-old was a kid, baby, who's a magician, 
right? But what had happened was it's just his wife had been swallowed, the pregnant wife had been swallowed by a whale. His mm-hmm. wife had been? Yeah. <laughs> pregnant wife had been swallowed by a whale. All babies are magical. And no, 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 not the baby's wife. What? This man, <laughs> yeah, yes. his pregnant wife, had um, <laughs> been swallowed by a whale. And so he catches the whale and decides to sign them up for <laughs> Penn and Teller's Fool Us. I had this moment there where I was like, this is an amazing story. I can't wait to hear where Alistair's going with this. And then I realised that we never know where we're going with anything yeah. and that this is going to be an insane and impossible and ultimately disappointing No, 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 it's not going to be disappointing. And then, and then they're going to be like, well, so what's the thing? You're going to spend two months inside of a dead whale? And then you just hear a voice from inside the whale going, yes, like that. And then they go, how did you do it? So so this is the end of the two months. And they go, how did you do it? Did you climb inside the whale? And he goes, no, I was born. Like that. (laughs) In here. I didn't climb in. I was born. And then the dad who's on the outside. I don't understand. They win all this extra money. He can pay to have the baby get got out of the dead whale. The baby can talk? (laughs) Well, no, the dad's throwing his voice. (laughs) (laughs) From the side. But but then why did the baby need to be in there at all? Well, because that was the contestant. That was the magician who was spending the time in the whale. (laughs) I'm not surprised that Penn and Teller can't figure this out. (laughs) I'm just two months old. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's pretty good. I'll, I'll write it down later, I guess. Um, I feel like I'm not wearing a hat, but I'm wearing two. <laughs> that's this new uh, um, sort of skull yeah, cap and yeah, uh, visor and combo. Visor combo mm-hmm. from it was a mistake, but all the best discoveries are made via mistake. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could use that in teleport. I don't know. Destruction <laughs> is the mother of invention. Exactly. Mm. Look at this. Look at what we look. We For broke example. it. Now it's better. Mm. Uh, then we got other brims. You know, there's another hat-based one, mm. uh, but this is neck slash chin brims, but also wrist, finger wrist brims. brims, wrist brims. I mean, I guess they've already kind of made an- brims. An- ankle brims, which are the ones the mud guards. Those mm. things. Is it kind of like an, an ankle brim? You mean like a, a a gaiter? Yeah, like one of those ones for you know stopping mud from getting in your socks or whatever. Like mm. a, a, a spat. Mm, I don't there's know a, all the fancy a, farm words, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, just what what I described. Cow, cow, yeah, yeah it's cow. <laughs> uh, and then we got, um, you know, a sketch from the point of view of an extra in the show, Truman Show, but it's mm. that kind of thing. And then there's a really great story. From yeah, the point of that's view. a really good one. Yeah, and then we got extras at work to make it look either more successful or to make it the place more productive. And you make it seem like your new development is thriving. Maybe mm. so there's a few mixtures of mm. ideas there, but mm. there's kind of sort of shadow, extra pretend mm. um, uh, economy, exactly industry. I, mean, I think that there's a whole sitcom in this. It's just people yes. pretending, yes, and they're just actors, but but they're living lives. I think lives. that this might actually be a real thing. Mm. Mm. Probably I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, like maybe in China, sort of temping, um, to, yeah, bringing people in. Like, say you've got investors coming in. You pretend mm. that your startup is actually full of employees and they're all very busy, mm. even though they're only in for that one day. Well, I guess they kind of do this for um, political rallies, don't they? Just getting some think, think in America, they, like, you know, they bust in people to yeah. pad out the rally, make it look mm-hmm. more... Apparently they pay them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, 
if you're just a normal supporter of a political party and there are a bunch of people there who getting are getting paid. paid, you'd feel a bit left out. Totally bummed, man. Yeah, but if you're in America, there's a big chance you're probably not, not doing that well financially. And so you probably... You got a lot of free time, you say? Probably, no, but you probably try to find a way to get that kind Get of some of that money. Paid money. Yeah. Um, and then we have billionaire who pays for a community around him uh, who are all actors to mm. make it feel like, you know... I think this would be a great little short film or mm, something. Maybe or a like long a, film. Even. A long film, feature mm. film. Great. Maybe maybe even oh, a series of long a, films. Yeah, maybe like a 10-part series of <laughs> long, long films. films. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Directed by James Cameron. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's got a bit of an M. Night Shyamalan... Uh, yeah. sort of twisty vibe to it, like a bit like The Village or something mm. like that. I haven't seen it yet. Don't ruin it for mm. me. Well, it's about a billionaire. Oh, my God. This yeah. is kind of what this is. The Lives inside no. a whale. It's not. It's not. Okay. No, it's not. He's wrong. And then there's also a lying. guy. This is not a sketch, but, but a guy. he's a ghost. Driving a convertible wearing a hat. Yep. <laughs> Write that down, Al. Um, so... I'm a big fat moose and I like to ride on that moose and I'm a moose there's two moose riding each other like a moose factory I'm a mouse conveyor belt <laughs> You're a mouse conveyor belt? <laughs> I'm a mouse I'm a, I meant a moose conveyor belt but you know it's hard to say all the words correctly at all the time Thank you so much for listening to Two in the Think Tank. Pete, thanks so much for being on the show. Where can people find uh, more out about you? You can find more out about me uh, by checking out my Instagram account. Let's say that. And that is Peter Thomas, uh, P-E-A-D-E-R-T-H-O-M-A-S, at Instagram. At. <laughs> just yeah. at. Pete is magical. He does uh, illustrations, but he also designs all of our posters. So yeah. if ever you've seen Comedy one of our posters. posters. And do, I do card tri- No, I don't do card tri- He's also done the logo of this uh, very podcast. This that very podcast to. that you're listening the to right Shusher now. The podcast logo. Mm. He's done all sorts of... Uh, did the Primates did podcast logo. Fun, fun um, podcasts on your uh, network. Yeah. Mm. He's very good. Um, you can find us on... Twitter at Two and Tank. I'm at Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. We have tickets on sale for our comedy festival shows. <gasps> you know, and the the earlier you buy, the more chances of us surviving, mm. um, and, and mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you can be assured that you've got that ticket ahead yeah, of time. Exactly, because you know. By the end of last season of Comedy Festival, it started getting very popular and people couldn't get tickets. People couldn't get in. We had people yeah. standing up the back. We had people cl- sitting on the mantelpiece of the fireplace mm-hmm. at we the back of the room. People sitting on other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was chaos. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. Many Please died. don't let that get, happen. Get in early this time. And, uh, you know, early on, it's going to be a very fun show. So buy tickets for Teleport for Comedy Festival. Thank you very much. You can, if you also want to, but... Your main game Alistair, is teleport. You're allowed to plug no, 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 your own okay. show. But if you also want to, um, you can buy tickets for uh, Alistair Trombley Virtual. Couldn't be more thrilled with everything. Mm. <laughs> Such um, a great title. Yes. Thank you very much. And uh, One more time, what that was. Alistair Trombley Virtual. Couldn't be more thrilled with everything. Excellent. Uh, and also you can find it. Our, we also have an Instagram at Two and Tank. And we also have a Patreon. Have a Patreon that you can support, and that helps us immensely. And uh, also, we, we love, love 
you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.